We've all experienced insomnia at some miserable point in our lives, but for many of us, it's much worse than that. Sleepwalking. Should we be afraid of our subconscious selves? I'm Sadie Kay, and so am I. Ever since I was a teenager, I have lived an exhausting double life: my life awake and my life asleep. One of my lives makes no sense at all, and the other only occurs when I'm asleep. If insomnia is natural to the manic individual, sleepwalking, or at least my experience of it, is its supernatural sister from hell. At least while you're tossing and turning, you're still you. Whereas when you're sleepwalking, you're someone else entirely, with a brand new set of values and skewed morality. For example, when I'm awake, I'm a vegetarian. When I'm asleep, I can most likely be found by the fridge, scoffing slathers of raw bacon straight from the pack. What does raw bacon taste like? I couldn't tell you. I was asleep. Chicken, probably. Rooster testicles, tata. My boyfriend, alerted by the fridge, which was beeping warningly, attempted to tuck what was left of the raw bacon away from my greasy trotters. <laughs> You'd think that conversation would be limited when you're in naught, but I am quite the barrister, lucid as Lucifer. I can hold detailed conversations on subjects I know little or nothing about, or assume I don't when I'm awake. Quite often, it's really hard to tell. Confronted on the topic, I would always deny that I'm asleep in my sleep. Most memorably of all, I've woken on a seven 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 after a seemingly non-eventful flight, woozily congratulating myself on having slept the entire flight, only to find myself handcuffed to an empty row of economy seats. My reaction was understandably furious. I'd purchased a first-class ticket. And here I was, trussed up in economy, remembering nothing, cast adrift in a rough sea of open mouths and pointed fingers. The cabin crew point blank refused my pleading requests to return to my original seat. Had apparently caused quite a rumpus, refusing to return to my seat during turbulence. Taking childish delight in being thrown around the aircraft like a grenade, my sleeping maternal instincts had caused me to sit on a sleeping child. The child woke up. I didn't. I'd repeatedly attempted to break into the cockpit, presumably to emergency land the plane myself. Unbeknownst to me. One of my fellow passengers had accused me of taking cocaine in the aisles. 
Now, I'm no expert, but if I had wanted to snort cocaine on a plane in my sleep, and presuming that I'd been able to score in my sleep, I knew the aisles would be the last place I'd do it. So when the police boarded the plane to arrest me at Heathrow, I was 60% certain I'd been wrongly accused. After searching my belongings and me for evidence of smuggled cocaine, the police branded me a liability and released me without charge. The cabin crew apologised for their part in my arrest and being British, I replied, all I needed now was a cup of tea and a nice tube of anusol. As two burly police officers escorted me outside the terminal building, presumably to be completely certain of my departure, the female officer released her monkey grip on my arm and confessed she'd never before arrested someone who'd reacted with such blasé indifference to drugs charges. I confessed, truthfully, that it happened all the time. Sure enough, three weeks later, I was arrested at Malpensa Airport in Milan. So, what can I or anyone realistically do to prevent ourselves doing it? Consume a hot milky drink at bedtime? I hardly need more than one reason to get up during the night. Go to bed at the same time every day. I'm not a machine. Don't work too late. I'm only working late because I failed to accomplish what needed to be done during the day. Relax. Boring. Although I am an expert in laughing off my life asleep, each time it happens, it leaves a footprint on my life awake. Waking up with deja vu... I become a bad impression of Sherlock Holmes, piecing together the mystery of my life asleep. Why am I compelled by the impulses to wonder? And what does it all mean? Which is more powerful, instinct or rational thinking? Next week on Mental Ideas... Showman Mac Ricardo tries to recount the exact number of times he's died on stage. A metric buttload of... And Nollywood superstar Dan Davis presents the weather forecast in Wisconsin. You can download extras on the Mental Ideas platform. That's mentalideas.org. I've been Sadie Kay, and so have I.